Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday, August 18th, 2021 Executive Committee. This is a special meeting. Uh, this is not a standing uh, meeting that we have for this uh, committee of the Board of Trustees. Um, let's uh, first go into um, uh, roll call, please. Trustee Bouquet. Here. Trustee Jensen. Here. Trustee Esteen. Here. And Trustee Banerjee. Here. We do have a quorum. Thank you. Thank you, Amrana. Um, now is the time for public comment uh, to our public. We know that this is a space where we use to receive feedback. Uh, this Board of Trustees engages in the practice of receiving feedback. Is there any public comment uh, for us, Rana, or Council that you see? I have not heard from anyone. Going once, going twice, going three times. All right, no public comment with that. It allows us to go into open session. We have two agenda items. Agenda item A is planning for our forthcoming uh, Board of Trustees retreat on September 17th. We'll, hopefully we can talk around this around you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever we need to. Then we're gonna talk about in item B, uh, a Board of Trustees performance item, specifically the instrument development that we're doing to sort of, you, if you will, grade ourselves and then maybe we can have a little bit of a discussion on, on uh, the stakeholders who will be including that. So with that, let's open up uh, agenda item A, planning for the September 17, 2021 Board of Trustees retreat. Um, just to reflect, everyone re should recall that this, this board uh, decided to scale back from the, the four uh, board of trustee uh, retreats uh, from the prior board, and we scaled it down to two. We had one in April. I think that was a very nice discussion. This one, of course, is planned for September, and I uh, have put it on this committee to have kind of discussion about what we forecast. And um, I want to give a few thoughts and then open up the floor for discussion. I think for me, I think uh, uh, retreats are times uh, where we actually have a little bit more space to contemplate big issues uh, and uh, not, if you will, quote, do the regular work of our of our of our um, board, which is approving agendas, approving finance, and our where we can hopefully have a space to contemplate big things. I've been powwowing some ideas uh, for, uh, amongst a number of people, including some of the executives. And um, I wanted to sort of just come out with some space for items for us to contemplate, and then we'll go into discussion. It's going to be a full board day. Uh, so, you know, ballpark starting at 9, ballpark ending at 5, probably an hour for, for break. And, um, you know, what are some of the big items that I think we have to discuss? I think one big item, which, which we have not really – addressed in, in my presence on the prior board address was recontemplating uh, our pillars. So a little bit of historical context, we actually uh, currently uh, have quote six pillars for the organization. A little historical context, these pillars were developed under uh, the Lassiter administration uh, right around 2011 and, and my, my kind of funny Parlor question is to people: Can anyone name the six pillars? And and uh, I think you get very few people who can name the six pillars, which maybe says something about the pillars. But I'm going to not pimp you, but tell you what our six pillars are. And those um, uh, six pillars are access, sustainability, quality, experience, network, and workforce. It's a, uh, I, I think this is a, I think there's a lot of them and we, we, I think we have some opportunity to contemplate should we restructure our pillars. Uh, and, and I had a discussion with our CEO and COO uh, recently and, and, and we were talking about that as they're sort of getting their, laying their foundations. And I'm like, you know, a pillar discussion is probably a yearly, if not every two yearly discussion. And we haven't had one in 10 years. So, I think a pillar discussion would probably be worthwhile. And then I'm going to stop there and say, trustees, um, Mr. CEO, Mr. CRO, what are your, what are your thoughts on this as a potential agenda item? My um, question is how do the pillars relate to the strategic plan? I, I, I think that, I think that's a great question. Trustee, and we'll hold on that one and, 
put the questions on the table and then and go from there. Trustee Banerjee, it, I, I saw you reaching for the volume. I think you had an, a question out to the to James and Mark. Did you have that? Yeah, it's to all of us, uh, okay. including them in the discussion as well. Trustee Esteem. You know, if it's used as something that helps to guide how we operate as a board, it's worth spending some time on. I don't know if it's worth spending the whole eight hours. Yeah, I think it's worth it, you know, an investment of time. Okay. We used to have them tied, like, so for access, we spoke about that for workforce we have like so each of those pillars had like an in the dashboard we did that network was the only one that was much more about like the contracts that we were i know carla denise at that time was like working on a lot of like provider contracts or insurance contracts and somehow network linkages went into like the external um things as well as that but i'm open a um, some will be, I think, um, like with a strategic plan, like access, equity, some of those things will, quality will always be foundational aspects that, um, that, that will have. So like we probably need to think what are those foundational absolutely must have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what I'd like to say with regard to the pillars, uh, to King Kenny's point too, is that um, the CEO at one point in time reported to the board on the pillars. The CEO would provide a direct report um, at weekly, sometimes at, more often bi-weekly or monthly, and he would comment on what's going on around the organization and using the points to um, to illustrate or to to um, regard what, what he is sharing. And that was helpful. I, I agree, Trustee Jensen. So as to your questions, how does this relate to strategy? Maybe, maybe part of the strategy is sort of how we envision ourselves and how we communicate. This sort of becomes like that. And, and I, 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 I once contemplated simplifying the pillars with one of the prior board presidents, and they said that's sort of too much to take on. So this is sort of a, a redux for me. And, um, you know, if you think about uh, three of the pillars, access, quality, and experience, those could be collapsed to quality because those are all elements of quality. Um, so I'm going to give this to uh, our CEO and COO uh, to kind of guide us. Is this a worthwhile discussion from from the top level of our, of our management team? Mr. Fratsky, sir. Yeah, um, thank you, Trustee um, Bouquet. I really would appreciate, frankly, a discussion around that. Um, to me, it's almost pre-strategic planning work, so the timing would be good. Um, and it really is related to the buckets of work that we think are really important for this organization. You know, quality safety service, great bucket of work, it'll always be there. What about employee engagement or patient satisfaction? There's, there's these there's usually four or five pillars that are really important pieces of work for any organization. And um, when they're decided upon, then it's easy to take a strategic plan and fit your strategies under the different buckets um, of work um, to Tracy's point to report out on. It's, it's just a nice flow of things. But if our pillars are 11 years, 10 years old now, no. Yeah, 10 years old, right? Yeah, or, 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, 10 years old. Um, it's really time to reevaluate those. Hmm. They're usually reevaluated annually in, in a lot of cases. Mr. Jackson, sir? Thank you. I, I would agree. Um, I am I'm struck by the fact that the reports that I've done in the past seven months, I, I have used the pillars. And so when I report to the board, I typically identify the pillar that the work that I'm uh, referring to is there, but that hasn't resonated, it seems, because the trustees um, don't have that recollection, I think. And that's that's okay. But um, I think that to the question you asked, Tracy, how do the pillars relate to the strategic plan? I think they're the basis for the strategic plan. You know, I think the name pillar is, it's, it's um, very 
um, illustrative because they are the, the underpinning for all that we do. I do think an assessment should be done, whether it's annually or at least at the end of each strategic plan. But, you know, annually would be fine. Are these still the pillars that we believe underpin the work that we're doing? So I'm very supportive of this conversation. I think collapsing them down in the way that was proposed, perhaps combining access, quality, and experience, um, we don't have to make that decision tonight, but I think that's a worthwhile discussion to have. So um, I think this would be a great topic for the retreat. I, I agree with Trustee Esteen, who says, I think, I think this is a good topic, but not an eight-hour topic. So if you, if uh, Mr. Frasky and Mr. Jackson, if you had to forecast, because we're sort of trying to build a, an operational agenda. How much time do you think you would need to help guide us through that kind of discussion, which would probably include the historical elements, what other organizations do it, what you guys might propose, talking us through the why, how I this think, would roll out? I apologize. I think 90 minutes would be more than adequate. Yeah, I was going to say an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, trustees, does this sound like a decent, a decent first piece of a nine hour, eight hour day. Okay, so how about as placeholder, we'll call a pillar, quote, pillar agenda item, all deferred to our CEO and COO to work with, I guess with us to, to sort of title the agenda, but you know, you guys get to do the work on that one. <laughs> Can I so, make a so, special request that uh, as we build this agenda and we figure out that, that we hold off on making this item number one, just because sure. imagining an eight-hour day, if we're stuck on Zoom or even in person, that there may be some level of fatigue, and an item like this could be energizing in a different way because it's not like brain-heavy, you know, numbers and yeah. statistics. And so I, I'd like to maybe hold this for something later in the day, even if it's right after lunch or you know something like that, yes, just to to bear in mind people's stamina. Yeah, being I, I agree with you. So you know, part of a good agenda is building kind of the the, the emotional, psychological, and energy flow through it. So, uh, so we have one big block. I'm gonna I, I, it, uh, I'm gonna take a little bit of license here, guys, because I have some thought ideas, and I I do want this to be a discussion. But if you have other items too, the other easy one for us is a board performance block. And, and I, I think I was advised through the CEO, perhaps even council, I can't remember, about this might be a great opportunity to inform, you know, uh, we, should, we should always be bettering ourselves. So this maybe becomes a forum for, to have further discussion about our board performance instrument, if trustees Jensen and Banerjee need that time, and or some type of, quote, learning for us, which and and what was sort of what was floated to me was uh, an education to us as trustees on Stark laws. Now I can't remember. I, uh, I'm going to apologize. Why that particular agenda? Why that particular learning, Mr. Jackson? Do you know why that one is of particular import to us? So I believe that there have been issues, certainly in the time that I've been back, <clears throat> in regards to physician contracting physician compensation, um, how do we go about compensating our physicians um, appropriately? And so all of that rolls into Stark. And so it seemed like this would be a good opportunity to um, make sure our trustees had a common understanding of Stark and how it's applied here at AHS. Hasn't Tracy written parts of the Stark law? Uh, yeah, thank you. I wrote the parts that had to do with managed care, but um, and, and it was the regulations to implement the law, which was not as most um, laws are not really specific and, and hands-on. So, but um, I, I, the only thing that I'm hesitant about with that is that I want I, I wouldn't want this to look like um, some educational training type of. Um, segment of the of the retreat that is intended to forestall some other activity that's going on in terms of physician contracting or East Bay Medical Group um, negotiations. I'm sorry, I, I, Tracy, I'm, a, I, I'm not tracking on that one. So uh, uh, you, how would this educational, educating ourselves as a board, I, I, I wouldn't see that as forestalling something, but maybe I'm not seeing something. 
Well, any... the stark the stark rules are they're they're necessary and important. I think, and I'll get Ahmad to jump in here too. But they're not something that it's pretty straightforward. It's not something that, in my opinion, that the board's going to um, have to make a decision on. And I'm just wondering if there's some physicians or if there's some the, the degree of um, of diversity of our medical groups and arrangements is is in some way, and this may may be why this is coming up, but it may be that we have so many unique medical groups and and um, arrangements that this is something that would be relevant to the board to understand how Stark applies to different arrangements. But um, the the it's a you know it's like it's an antitrust law basically, and and. I'm not sure what the board would get or, or how we would um, improve by knowing more about this. And I'm, I'm open to it, but I'm just wondering and where it would go, what, what would be the, the objective. And let me be clear, uh, I, I'm not pushing this as a, as, as a subject item. So I like the big bullet of a board performance kind of block. And, and now I'll open it up to trustees. Are there any things that we could do from a board performance, something, some type of shared learning that we can do that, that, and it doesn't have to be stark, it can be anything, just using this as a section for ourselves? Yeah, so, Ronna, yeah. so uh, Tracy, uh, uh, correct me, and Rana is also on the call, but when we had a meeting with the Governance Institute folks and we spoke about our um, um, uh, board self-evaluation that we would be doing, they had also said, so initially we were kind of trying to race and get the evaluation done so that we could present the results in uh, in September. And then we said, no, like our board wants to do more strategy. And so we are, you know, so far we haven't been, it's been firefighting more than we haven't been able to like engage in that. So whole section of that question would be not applicable, not applicable. So why don't we delay it by a little bit? Because it also involves like, this is the time we'll be in a headspace, at least even if we haven't done a lot to have had some conversations about that. So I think the, the Governance Institute folks said that a, they would also be willing to come in and do a presentation on like why board assessment, like why boards should like what you know parameters of elements of a high functioning board, like what are some practices that they bring and weave through, and then also maybe introduce the instrument a little bit and say like why some of these aspects are were added, and so that we could launch it like either at the at the retreat or immediately um, in that space. So to say like, hey, and this is why we do this. This is the reason why we are gonna be doing this. These are some elements. And then we would, you know, uh, so wasn't that something that they were willing to do, Tracy? Oh yeah, that was actually, that's the calendar that we have right now is to have um, the Governance Institute come to the retreat and okay, share okay. information about about the board, the purpose of a board survey and board evaluation. And, you know, to your point, to also provide information about high-functioning boards and case studies about why this type of survey and what information gathered will help the board to do in the future. The, the other thing that the Governance Institute does very much is that they don't just, like, do it and then go away. They tell you, like, based on that, what are some of the supports that they give the board then to implement, um, you know, some kind of continuous improvement or some kind of, you know, ways. So, like, how else do they then, like, it's not just a survey and then done. Like, what are post post uh, analysis assessments and improvements that they do. So we might have a good, like I know they said they'd need no more than 45 minutes, but we could be with the questions and how engaged we are. I can easily see this going to an hour at least. Trustee Jensen, Trustee Banerjee, do you think it's possible that our instrument would be ready that day? And then wait, no, sorry. Yes, I, it I, would I, be, I, yes, won't it? We, well, we were talking, uh, Monica can come in, they, 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 they want to approve by September 10th, according to um, 
the count the the timeline that we received um so they want to launch it oh i'm sorry yeah they want to launch it and and if we can get everything needed which i know ron has been on top of it and and i think they have all of our our edits right now so we could potentially launch it on at the retreat so so i'm wondering do we create a space where where the trustees can actually fill out their survey uh, and, and, and as I'm thinking about this as an agenda planning, if this board performance block, I'm making this up, we gave it two hours, right? An hour to hear, uh, uh, an hour to hear um, from the Governance Institute, and then we can talk a little bit, and then we can end by filling out the survey. And the benefit to the audience is the audience gets to be done at 3 p.m. because they're not going to want to hear this stuff. Oh, right, sorry. The audience is welcome to hear all this stuff, of course. But but it's the last two hours. It sort of is us. They're welcome to sit in if they want. But it's sort of a, a little give a little homage to the people who are doing the work and the and the public. And then we can kind of sort of we can end by filling out the survey, and that guarantees that we've done a survey because we've created a space. How's that? How's that gel? We did talk about that a little bit with Lindsay, if you recall, and Kenny and Tracy, and she. She didn't see any particular value in that because she was concerned. I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, please, but I believe she was concerned about um, setting up a situation where you guys are talking about the survey while you're filling it out or there's pressure to fill it out right then rather than take your time to answer questions that you might need to sit with a little bit longer. Um, the survey will be ready um, on that day. They're, they're planning on doing a presentation or the, you know, the, the schedule lists planning a presentation on the purpose of the process, but not actually reviewing the instrument itself. And if I can step into Lindsay's shoes for one minute, if I were her, I'd be concerned about the entire board looking at the assessment and and um, trying to make changes to it the day that it launches. And that, that could provide some logistical issues for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that the, um, thank you, Rana, the suggestions, Rana, um, Tracy and I met, and uh, you know, we went through the um, uh, through through the survey, and then um, made some changes to the questions. And Tracy has already put those, and Rona have already made the like send those edits. So I don't think that at that that will be the final survey. We were tasked to do that, so that is not the area to be like moving back and forth that would be the launch so the usually we give about a two-week time Jen, just to let you know like when we've done this annual thing an email or a memo is sent out to the board with a link to the survey and like two weeks for completing it and then three days before the last day a reminder sent out saying please if you haven't done it like this is the date so one reason i guess taft you're saying it is that it'll force people to sit down and get it done i would say that add that if we don't have things to do um if we don't have ways to fill up that time but otherwise maybe if people can do it it's a long survey People Perfect. could do it at their own time. I think you'd be fatigued to do it probably. But I like, Kath, I like your idea of kind of pumping everybody up, you know, to, yeah. to do it. So, you know, having it at the end or having it sometime um, where we can get um, buy-in, kumbaya from everyone that this is important, you know, have um, the Governance Institute share with us why it's important and why our board will benefit from both from the survey and from the, the, the post-survey um, information and, 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 you know, addressing issues there. And, and then as we built the counter, we're giving the trustees space at the end of the day. You can use it or not, you know, and, yeah. and then if you don't use it, have a great day, you know, otherwise we've given you space, right? That, that's great. It's just like the evaluation after a course, right? If you sit right. there and you allocate 10 minutes, people do it. If you don't, yeah. then sometimes it, uh, you don't get an evaluation after a course. So having, uh, thinking about setting down that time and at the end of the day so that then if they, they yeah. want to, uh, yeah. So why, why don't we call that a two-hour block to end the day? And that means a lot of people are going to be able to leave at 3 p.m. And heck, maybe even some. And so, Rana, will you will you would you be able to coordinate 
under the advisement of, of Trustee Banerjee and Trustee Jensen who the speaker is and whatever the topic is? Yeah, so to be clear, we want the presentation from the Governance Institute like at three, and then um, and then you guys after the presentation will gather do your surveys or not, depending on what yeah. we do. Okay. How, how does that sound, team? As long as you provide some wine while we do the survey, that would be great. I was going to suggest a prize for the first person who fills it out. <laughs> uh, in, in terms of agenda planning, so so trust so well, let's call that a two-hour block to end the day. Trustee Banerjee just raised an important question: Is there is there a, a closed session? I wanted to bring this up. My prior experience was that our brains are usually mush at the end of the, uh, uh, of that that day. So I wasn't I I myself wasn't. Contem uh, sorry, proposing that, but that's why we're here as an executive committee to discuss. Trustee Banerjee, would you propose having a closed session for that day? Uh, not, not really, unless it's needed. Normally, we've always tacked on a closed session, but uh, you know that has been on the second day morning, or, or like if it's been a Friday. Saturday, we've had like a little element of it to okay. do any CEO um, evaluation or conversation. But again, like we, I, I am just, uh, I completely agree that end of the day is um, is not the right, right time. We are our brains will be mush. So, so um, how how about? I'm oh, sorry, trustee. Jeff. I, I just wanted to regarding the closed session. Ahmad um, would since that's our only meeting. It, it, for this month and next month, um, we might have to have some closed session because That's we have our only meeting. That's we're, we're, we have a full meeting calendar next month. Okay, so we're doing the retreat and then a meeting the following week. Uh, this is the, the yes, yes. So it's, it's a full it's a full board month uh, that month. So we're doing regular regular business that month. The board meetings on the eighth, and then the retreats on the seventeenth. Thanks. Well then, I would say no need for probably no need for it closed. Yeah, I had, yeah. It all sounds great to me. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed uh, having a little break on Wednesday nights, though I miss okay. all of you dearly. I'm excited for the for the retreat. So, how about we split the difference and we we uh, uh, ask council and the clerk to put a closed session just. In, just as a, if if the CEO needs us, that gives us the space to agendize it. But but we can call an audible and call it off. Is that acceptable? That that gives that gives Mr. Jackson the space to use us if he needs us. That's a good idea. Okay. Works for me. So we we have a ninety minute pillar discussion. We have a two hour board performance. The next thing I was sort of thinking about is. Our CEO and our COO are trying to navigate us through kind of a strategic planning process. And I'm wondering if this is the right space for them to sort of give us the guide on on what, what, what we're doing, maybe talk to us about who are the consultants are, and maybe contemplate things like, how do we build this strategic uh, planning? Who are the stakeholders? What's the process? What's sort of the timeline? This is, in my vision, sort of the forecast for what the big work that we really need to do, the I'd say the next most important thing we need to do. Um, I, I I ran this by uh, uh, our CEO and COO earlier, and I'll, I'll go to them first on this topic, and then I'll bring I'll wrap back around to trustees on anything. Mr. CEO, Mr. COO, on this topic of quote the strategic planning process. Um, I can maybe start James, but I think, I think having our board and, and us discuss what should our approach be to strategic planning will provide us with the insights and information as we sit down with the consultant to actually plan it out. I mean, who are the stakeholders? Um, what does strategic planning look like in terms of the structure we put together? Um, just, I think, in, in my mind anyway, and I'm sure in, in James's, that just having that intelligence going in, sitting down with the consultant, um, 
will help us tremendously. It'll it'll kickstart it quicker for us. Mr. Jackson, you're on mute, sir. Better. Thank you. Um, I I agree, and I think that this you know we talked about the pillars, but I think having this conversation and having clarity around the direction we want to go with the pillars will be really important to informing how a consultant will work with us to develop the strategic plan going forward. And so I think this would be a valuable time for Mark and I to get guidance from the trustees as we are informing our consultant. And, and also for the trustees to have a kind of like a, uh, uh, if you will, in our mind, a construct. All right. What, what, what's the timeline? Because it's on us to roll out a strategic to, to, to oversee that the strategic plan has occurred. And like, is this going to come out in 2023 or is this coming out real soon? Who are the people you're going to ask? What's the process? Where are the trustees going to be involved in this? Because so these are sort of questions that I would contemplate that I would want, uh, uh, if you will, kind of have answered uh, in that kind of discussion. Trustees? Yeah, I would agree. So um, would you, by, by the 17th, would you have had chosen your of the, of the two or three that you're in your short list that you would have chosen, selected um, um, an org? I feel confident that we will be able to have made a decision by then. We've already interviewed two. <clears throat> we have one more that we're getting scheduled, and so we will be able to have that meeting and if we need to do another meeting with the you know the one that or two that really stand out for us i think we'll have time to do that so yes i do believe we'll be able to say who the desired consultant will be at that time okay but they won't be able to come in and like give us a thing about like what they do and anything like that it would it would be like but that kind of contract and things won't be ready yet at the decision right but why not why wouldn't they be able to come in and give us background on the company i think the board would be interested to know what sorts of projects the company has done before and how um how they work how they how they their um modus operandi for doing strategic planning at least i would I think I think it's a worthwhile ask if we, um, you know, because they could hear from all of you too about your expectations around strategic planning as they contemplate um, working the approach with us. Um, not so much we wouldn't get into strategic planning, but it would be a here's who we are. I just want to listen to you about what you're thinking about strategic planning, and it'll help formalize in their minds if we could do it. I mean. It, it could be a possibility. I don't know. I like that, Trustee Jensen. Right. So, <clears throat> they, and they, whoever the the consultant need, needs to be aware that they're in the public space, and and for us to see them as well. Trustee Esteem. I agree with everything that's been said already. Um, you know, I I trust the diligence that our executive leaders are using to go through the process. Hmm. I look forward to the strategy discussion. Yeah, Trustee Banerjee. Yeah, I do think. I mean, because like the um, strategy and the strategic framework, and um, at least the is is the biggest is one of the bigger responsibilities of the board, rather than getting into the management weeds. So having hearing what the proposal is and things. And I think this ties in well into like, what should we be measuring? Because then the pillars, what are those foundational aspects that we think are critical to as we look at the next five, 10 years. So um, that uh, it would be nice to hear from uh, the org themselves. That's a really good point, King Kenny. I think um, if we are going to talk about we're going to talk about the board's function and the board's relationships with with the Governance Institute and how the board works together. And we're going to talk about the pillars. And it would be um, ideal from my perspective if, if a decision has been made by them um, for a strategic planning consultant, they would get, if I was a consultant, if that's the way I went after business school, then I would be wanting to get to know my client and get to know where their 
where the board's at as well as where the um the objectives pillars of the organization yeah, to me i can decouple the pillars from the strategic because like uh, to have a question about what pillars should we do like in isolation of or rather uh, the strategic conversation is harder for me but like so i think those two like since we were thinking we're going to have that is that possible to do together yeah so we can work we can work on the big block placement so how about so i think i think our our ceo uh, uh and our ceo heard heard our want we would love to see the face of the consultant um and then the, they'll do their best to execute so given that presentation and all the things that would be how about we give uh, our executive team two hours for this block so right now we have two hours to end the day on board performance we have two hours for strategic plan and we called it 90 minutes for pillar and then the last one i sort of had at a, as i was thinking this is really in my view kind of one of the essential components which is culture and i know that this is soft and mushy a little bit but I, I would love to hear from our CEO and our CEO how they're guiding our culture. What what makes us different from before? From before, and I know that they are armed with some data. I I I am of the uh, I'm giving my bias. I think it's imperfect data, but they're armed with some data out of our culture of safety data, and I I sort of would like to put our CEO and CEO on task on with, with regard to really the hard question. What are you doing to make our culture better? So I, 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 I just called that, uh, I didn't have a real title. I called it kind of culture slash safety. Uh, so I'll go to trustees first. Is this too mushy for, for, for us or, and, and what are your thoughts? I wonder, I mean, I had a couple of thoughts about the retreat too, but these, um, and I, I didn't know when the right time was to make suggestions for, Works now. Right. So I, I was being, a, I, I muscled you guys a little bit, giving you our thoughts. But well, no, I understand. Good. And that's a great, I, I think that that's a great topic. Um, and, and my head's a little bit more concrete on that. You know, I, what I was hoping that we might touch on in the retreat was COVID-19, um, you know, and just how it's, how it's affected the organization. And this might go to culture. That's, you know, entirely yeah. relevant, but this has been a, a difficult and challenging year that the leadership has changed completely. The, the um, things that we do day to day have changed significantly in terms of having to um, be prepared for difficult and challenging conditions and changing, you know, focusing on, on um, having um, PPE and things like that. So I, I, I just was, wondering if that might be relevant i want us to see I, I just thought that we could have a little bit on that just to celebrate the organization what we've done and and point out you know how prepared we were and what we'll need to do to be prepared in the future and with regard to that i also um noticed that something that we used to do on this board regularly and we haven't done since well before the pandemic is to have an employee recognition and i was hoping that we could do that at the retreat as well my comment on your two items, great items. My 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 question is, sort of, or or my thoughts, uh, you know, and it's coming free flow. Is the co impact of COVID nineteen on our organization? I, I think that that is an absolute thing we need to entertain. We have we have a couple of options for that. That can also have a place in quality committee. That can also have a, a, a specific agenda item at the full board meeting. So, um, which would probably be better attended, Trustee Jensen. So, I love the idea, and and but I'm just uh, wondering whether uh, it's so subject specific. Well, it's, it's not because it does relate to culture. Whether we could keep the agenda item and then find a different place for it. Sure. Whatever you think. As, sorry, I'm I'm not tied to having it at the retreat, or I, I just I've been thinking often about it and I um there's a lot of ways that the organization has has evolved in, in a lot of good ways a lot of yeah. great ways and and I just it's it's about recognizing well how far we've come I think and that could be at the board meeting or that could be looking at how our culture is the same how our culture contributed to our success yeah 
or, or buried within this kind of two hour block of, you know, that they could integrate uh, th this into that. Uh, Mr. Fratsky, sir, you have your hand up. Yeah, I, I have forgotten whether we have presented the score survey, the culture of survey results to the board um, in its totality, have we? I, I, I don't I don't have a recollection that we have. Um, it's really enlightening um, to see the scores across all different cuts of our organization, including our medical staff. Um, and when you read it, it's... Um, and, and it would be presented unfettered, very transparently, because some of it's hard to swallow. Um, and when you, when you look at some of it, uh, Tracy, Tracy's point, we did a lot of great things, frankly, despite the results of, those cult, the, of that survey, because we've got a lot of work to do to really be a high-functioning organization. Um, and I think it would be, I think it'd be great for our board members to get a quantitative feel for our culture and where it's at by way of that survey. I, I would just like to chime in. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think the culture of safety results, they're not pretty. Um, there are some tough messages that we are gleaning from that, but I think it's important to give this board a, a slice in time. This is this is who this organization is. I mean, and it was March when the survey was done, but I think it would be very important to share that because I believe that we're on the right trajectory, and I fully expect that when we do this again in, in a year, 18 months, that there are going to be some very different results, and I would really like to put a stake in the ground now, show the trustees how this organization sees itself because that's really what this is, and Mark said it. It's, it's a cross-section. It's physicians. It's frontline staff. It's executives. It's everybody. Yeah. And we'll talk. We could talk about the work that we're doing to address the issues that have been brought forward by this group. And then I'd love to be able to come back to you at a, a later date and show the progress that we've made. What I like about that is is how it ties into culture, and it also ties into the other things we're discussing: the pillars and the, um, where is the organization going strategically, as well as how the board. You know, the board's going to do a survey. Let's look at all of the whole organizational organization survey and, and what we've seen there, and maybe that'll give us the um, the impetus to be do our survey and, and really come up with some some results that we can use. Oh, uh, so thank you for that input, Trustee Jensen. Um, to close out, not close out, to 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 finish on Trustee Jensen's comments. Uh, Mr. CEO, did you hear uh, your trustee uh, bringing forth an issue which used to be done, which she reminded me of that I forgot about employee recognition? I thought that these were, and Trustee Banerjee was in the room at the time too, these were really, really nice moments. They were brief, but they were really, really nice moments. I, I, I wonder, Mr. CEO, whether that might have a place actually within your report at the full board. I love it to, 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 um, to potentially standardize that work because right. the board retreat it's it's during the day we're probably not going to get a you know I don't know what kind of other but but if this becomes a fixed kind of thing from the CEO uh, because our, our board meetings are usually very well attended yes. that might be some super nice visibility for the people who need recognition who deserve their recognition so so a couple of things one is that thank you trustee Jensen for saying that um, for those who were on the board previously, the CAOs used to come to every board meeting, and that was a part of our report. We would talk about somebody at our facilities that we were going to recognize, and so that was a regular feature, and I thought it was a wonderful thing that we had the opportunity as the CAOs to do. Um, I think most of you know that during the weekly chat that we have for the entire organization every Wednesday at noon, um, part of my presentation is at the end of the weekly chat – I do a recognition of one or more staff who have been caught in the act of doing something outstanding. And so that is probably the best received part of my presentation during the weekly chat. People really look forward to it. And I've had folks stop me in the hallways and just thank me for um, recognizing the, the frontline workers who are making this place go. So I would love to bring that back to the, the board on a regular basis. James, I thought your button was the most important thing in the chat. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to mention that, but okay. Um, 
first things first, <laughs> for those who haven't seen it, um, this is me under my mask. <laughs> and now this is a pop culture quiz. Do the trustees know who Shamar Moore is? Is that a name that's familiar to you? Yeah. Shamar, Shamar he's Moore a, is he's, a, he's a good looking dude. He is a good looking dude. And I was in a meeting yesterday on Zoom and one of the young ladies said, is that Shamar Moore on your button? Why are you wearing a Shamar Moore button? <laughs> I was really pleased about it. Shamar Moore is somewhere really angry, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, thank you, Trustee Jensen, for that. Um, so it looks like our, our CEO is aware of the importance of uh, the board seeing employee recognition. We're, we talked about the COVID. I think we just need to sort of uh, – Trustee Jensen, by the way, I've made a COVID update part of the next quality committee meeting. So I think we need to continue for that for that really important dialogue because it, it has had an impact on our culture. Trustees Banerjee or Esteen, any other comments on agenda building? Because right now we have four big blocks. Pillar, discussion, 90 minutes, board performance, two hours, strategic planning, two hours, and culture, two hours. So we got six, seven and a half hours. Yeah, I think we're doing great on time. Oh, and I'm yeah that that seems good i'm really happy about both the covid and as well as the uh, employee recognition by going into the full board where there's bigger attendance of the public as well and and the and the employee recognition becoming an ongoing thing i i really like that but yeah seven and a half hours seems very good and, and ending with, again, board performance so our audience has, a, has an opportunity to cut free. And heck, we do too during your fill out your survey section. Um, so, wow, it looks like we sort of have an agenda and then we'll move with the pieces. There'll be a lunch estimating like a 9 a.m. start time or something like that. And then the last question, I'm running long on the agenda item, I apologize. Let's contemplate this together and, uh, and we'll get some input from counsel who's given the in-person versus virtual versus hybrid opinions i'm partial to in-person with the hybrid option for, for um, the audience yeah and i i just wanted to bring one question in regarding the order of things and i know you'll fine-tune this um but the the culture of safety survey and the discussion of culture how much of that will uh, inform the strategy discussion? Maybe none, maybe some. I, you know, I don't know. It's not going to inform the entire discussion, but it might be a part. I'm just curious if, yeah. if you know, the order needs to consider that. I, uh, this, this is what I thought. I think uh, it's the number one improvement we can make to um actualize everything in the strategic plan so i think it's super important um ties in nicely with strategy and i would be shocked if our strategic plan didn't contain tactics and elements associated with improving our culture i, I would agree and i'm sorry no no trust, uh, mr jackson then trustee Banerjee. thank you um just briefly um what we're doing with the culture of safety is that each department is tasked with coming up with one or two goals based on their results. So to how to improve the, the critical elements that they were identified in their department. And then we're going to develop one overarching um, organizational goal. And so there will be two to three goals per department. And so to Mark's point, I think that can feed into the strategic plan um, obviously, that'll be a one-year, you know, set of goals, but certainly they can inform our strategic planning process. So I do think that's important. Okay. Trustee Banerjee. Yeah, I, I agree um, that that needs to precede because it could be one of the pillars. I don't know. Like, you know, that culture is such an important part, like each strategy. So, um, uh, you know, the, the, so having that, like, so... How, how those buckets go and which one goes before lunch, which one goes after what we do, and maybe, um, yeah, but I, I agree. I think we should give 
enough time. I just wanted to ask, are there any programmatic updates that because we are having a full board meeting that month, I, we don't have to have anything in retreat about IOP or this program or something changing or at this meeting, right? Are we expecting a lot of public comment for anything? Is there any other things in September we should be thinking about? That Mr. might inform. Any any decisions that you all have to make, like program program decisions that we need to know about, or no? None come to mind immediately, Trustee Banerjee, and I, I don't want to say definitively no, but just none pop to mind immediately. Hmm. All right, then. And, and, and of course, we have a full board meeting, with, and that agenda isn't built yet, so. Well, uh, I'll be mindful of that, uh, Trustee Banerjee, as we're building the agenda. So I'm, I'm going to ask, uh, we have two, two qu big questions as to the decision about how we do this meeting. What, what is technically possible, and then how do we do that in the setting of this? So uh, Ahmad and I see uh, Dave Pistoni's in the room. Is it technically possible to execute a hybrid meeting for us? Yes, yeah, so uh, I spoke with uh, Dean Schultz and also Dave uh, uh, was brought into that discussion. Technically, we can. Okay. Uh, and then there's the COVID uh, okay. variant. And I spoke with Dr. Ellis, who's the director of infection control. And uh, it was her very strong recommendation that we do not have an in-person uh, meeting uh, in light of uh, the uh, Delta variant. Yeah. And um, I believe, uh, uh, Chair Bouquet, that we do not allow for conference room meetings uh, at this time. Okay. Trustees, I'll, I'll let us all chew on that, uh, give, given, uh, given a strong opinion from our Director of Infection Control. It's unfortunate because this board has never sat in the same room together. Um, but I think, uh, I, I think I heard from our COO who was having discussions at peaking in four to six weeks, which puts us right around um, that time is that is that right? Is that did I hear right, Mr. Frasky? Yes, that's what I was told. Mm -hmm. It would not. It might be a little irresponsible for the leadership of the organization to meet in person um, during the with the against the recommendations of um, our infection control. Yeah, I, I think it would be Trustee Jensen. <laughs> I think we'd be in danger of you know certainly the optics are bad, but it's. Do as I say, not as I do, because I have um, vetoed a number of in-person meetings for just these reasons. And so I, I think it would be a, a bitter pill to see the trustees coming together when we're not allowing others to do so. Trustees, are we all in agreement on this, on this issue? Okay. So is there any other comment? And then I'm going to try to summarize what I think I heard on this agenda. And I apologize. I ran it almost 2x beyond what I projected. So here, here's what I, what, what I think I heard. One, we, uh, we have taken consideration of our director of infection control and, and, the, and the landscape was happening. This is unfortunately going to be a, uh, a virtual meeting, um, barring some remarkable change, which we don't anticipate. What, there are four big blocks for this day, which is on Friday, September 17th. In, in no particular order, there's still gonna be some play. There's gonna be a discussion about our pillars at estimated 90 minutes. There's going to be a discussion about board performance with space to potentially take the survey. That one will close the day. That's been allocated two hours. There's going to be a discussion around strategic planning that 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 will hopefully, you I think our CEO heard, include uh, uh, a presence of the selected uh, uh, consultant, <laughs> and also that will contemplate discussions about stakeholders, process, and the like. Two hours have been allocated for that. And then a discussion of culture, which which may or may not weave in discussion about how COVID has impacted our culture. And two hours have been allocated to that. Does that sound like what everyone heard? Seven and a half hours have been blocked off for that day. Okay, let it stand in the record. Council, any issues, Madam Clerk? Any issues with that? And Madam Clerk, you'll work on securing us uh, a governance institute speaker for that for our. Um, our board performance uh, item. Is that right? Yeah, I'll reach out to her 
tomorrow. I think she's already kind of expecting it. And yes. I'm also already putting together a little draft agenda, so I'll get that circulated this week. All right. Thank you, uh, team. We uh, navigated item A, and I took too long to do it. Item B is a Board of Trustees performance, and it's really a specific agenda item. I'm going to give the floor to Trustees uh, Jensen and Banerjee, who've led us in developing an instrument. I think we touched on it a little bit, so if you went quickly, no one would be offended. Uh, but um, uh, if you can tell us, give us an update on the instrument. Tracy, did you want to? We um, can Kimmy can Kimmy develop? Basically, she established the relationships, and um, we had we had two meetings with um, the Governance Institute. We initially we we looked back at the at the surveys and the tools, the instruments that had been used for um, board for board surveys, and um, in the past they range from. 10 or 15 questions to an extensive survey, which is the direction we're going now, which is more, um, um, I don't know, how many questions were there, Kinkini or Lana? Probably 40 or so. 28 or something, 30, I think, questions we have. So we, um, there were a few things that kind of didn't, uh, from, so we are using the Governance Institute template and, um, customizing maybe six questions uh, out of the total to uh, that better align with like our context. So um, will this allow us to benchmark against other organizations? Yes. And that's why one of the reasons we're using the Governance Institute because they do this for um, healthcare organizations, um, nonprofits as well as for profits. So they um, have a lot of experience and they'll allow us to benchmark uh, if you want, I can give you the timeline real briefly. Yes, ma'am. Uh, September 1st is when the Governance Institute, our consultant, gets the edits. By September 10th, they will uh, they will approve and create the survey link. And then on the 17th of September, they'll present to the board at our retreat and launch that day the, um, the assessment. And so, with, I'm sorry. No, no, you go. Keep, keep going. With um, the the plan is to keep the assessment open for ten days, and um, I'm noting on here there's a hidden two days. I'm not sure, Rana, what does that exactly mean? In case Rana has to go and knock on people's doors, I guess, or something. Exactly, it just pads it a little bit for the for the respondents who miss the deadline. And so then, ideally, the. Um, the report will be provided to the exec team in, in Kinkini uh, in early October, early to mid-October, and then they'll post them to the board for the November board meeting. So, uh, Trustee Jensen and Trustee Banerjee, you envision us this being a point of dialogue for us uh, at a November meeting? Okay. All right. How, who, who are the stakeholders who will be included in this sur uh, survey? So this is a board assessment, self-assessment only. So self -assessment. This is this is for the board. Uh, okay. Each each of the board members will be doing uh, doing this. It, no, and, nobody uh, else other than the board. Have we contemplated a, 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 a future version where we ask our stakeholders how we're doing? That's a good idea. We haven't talked about that, but um, certainly the Governance Institute and um, with the results of this survey, we'll have some data to to proceed in that direction if if that's where the yeah. if that seems to add value. I, I wonder if there were some pulse checks and things that we could do for the internal stakeholders because our our um, uh, governance arrangement is is a way that where we haven't but. I don't know in this instrument because of the way that is that we can have this exact instrument or a subsection of it go to outsiders. So we have to find, but I love the idea because if you're asking external folks to um, assess our CEO, then we should have our external partners be assessing us as well. 
Yes, I do believe that the Governance Institute has a tool, and I have talked with Lindsay a little bit about potentially doing that in the future. Um, so I can talk more with you guys about it you know, later. But there is a tool that we can implement when you guys want to. I think that would be a great item to, to show that we care what our stakeholders think. And, and this board was responsible for launching the widest ranging CEO survey ever launched in this organization. And it would be, in my opinion, great to follow suit. We should ask people what they think of us and get ready for the rotten fruits and vegetables to fly. <laughs> um, so uh, I really appreciate Trustee Jensen and Trustee Banerjee on this work. That's that's like gargantuan work, and I think it's going to serve us. Any more update to, to, as we go towards the close of this item? Bless you, Trustee Jensen. Nothing more? All right, so uh, just to summarize, this is about a 40-question survey for the Board of Trustees. It's a self-assessment. We're obligated to do this, do this under our bylaws. What do you guys estimate a ballpark an hour to do it? That would be though it, it would probably wouldn't take that long if you're paying okay. attention. Great, we'll launch it at this. Uh, yeah, uh, Trustee Jensen gave a great timeline. The 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 reader status version is we're launching this at the retreat and it's open for like what, ten, 10 days before this report will come back to these two with the executives, I think, and then we will discuss this as a board in November. All right, cool. Well, that will close item B. That's our open session agenda item. Um, uh, we, we have a closed session item, council. The executive committee of the board will now go into closed session to consider the item that's stated on the agenda. Good evening, everyone.